0: rapid firing with ashley going wherever our neurons take us so welcome to the second episode of the podcast i want to thank everyone who listened to the episode on longing and those who messaged me and commented and shared their thoughts and gave me feedback i really appreciate them and i appreciate all of you so thank you thank you thank you thank you i was actually thinking about the topic for this episode and my friend christina suggested that I talk about burning bridges, and I did attempt to form it into this comprehensive and substantial content But I couldn't quite dig deeper into it But what I am going to talk about today is sort of an offshoot or something related to it So a little backstory lang, because weeks ago, I posted a haiku on my Instagram haiku page Uh, like i said if you fancy following that page it's at haikus to heaven okay anyway so the haiku goes something like we lose people by moment by strand by inch and then all together and my close friend jess hi jess if you're listening well she messaged me and asked how i am i think she was a bit worried about the tone of the haiku and so i said you know i i'm okay Naman," and she said okay wait so it isn't something you're going through at present and i said no but then i added but aren't we losing people every day and so we had this relatively lengthy discussion about friends and relationships and losing people and the haiku is actually something I made from a full-length prose I created sometime in 2013, I think, or 2012. This is some, sometime uh, during those years. And so, allow me to read that piece. It goes, I think losing people is not a one-time, big-time thing. We lose people by strand, inch by inch, second after second. We lose that electricity brought about by holding hands. We lose that loving, powerful stare. We lose the familiarity of the moles on their face and the birthmarks on their body. We lose words, common beliefs, shared dreams. Then one undesired moment, we realize we lose them all together. We lose them slowly, painfully. The worst is the realization that at any point— We couldn't have done anything to take them back, not in any way, not in any amount. So this episode is basically inspired by that particular prose and that particular haiku and the conversation we had with Jess. So this is me trying to unpack how we lose people and trying to share what I do in order for me not to lose people so we can lose people through death of course i think that's the most obvious inevitable way we can lose the people in our lives and it's the kind of losing that i cannot even begin to speak of because of the depth of the grief and the darkness that come along with such loss we can also lose people because of explicit conflicts that involve clear manifestations that say, you know, we're not okay, like maybe fights and intense confrontations, things like that. In such case, there is like a mutual understanding and agreement between, you know, both parties that your friendship is over and maybe your enemies or you both know that you are not in good terms of course that has its own heartbreak in itself that's a whole other circle and category and then there are also relationships we lose because we need to you know relationships that were doomed from the start relationships which are toxic and not good for us relationships that clearly the lord tells us to let go of and not to be in but, but those things are not what I want to talk about now. I want to talk about how we lose people unconsciously to some extent, unintentionally in our mind. You know, those friendships or relationships where you were so close before, but then now the relationship is strained and estranged. But when you ask yourself why, you don't exactly know how and why. Like, you can't point to a particular moment or event that severed the ties these are relationships that break slowly like a blunt scalpel tearing your heart apart it's like grieving the loss of somebody who is right in front of you in my almost three decades of existence in this world i have lost people you know there are friends i don't talk to anymore there are friends I really, you know, uh, we were close before but are no longer close now. There are people that are so far away from me, literally and or metaphorically. And this lockdown since March has allowed me some time and has given me the opportunity to think about these friendships and also to reflect on the friendships and relationships I have now. To contemplate on my role or my part in maintaining these relationships and it has also allowed me intentional um, time to pray and to talk to god about how i can take care of these people and these relationships and these friendships so i was thinking and asking myself what brings about this kind of losing you know losing people unintentionally um i thought about three things uh, for one um there's this time i asked my boyfriend when we were driving home from sunday date i asked him what do you think makes a person lose someone and he answered almost like it was a no-brainer he said lack of communication and it is kind of obvious right Distance plays a huge role in losing people unintentionally. Sometimes it's inevitable that we get caught up in the busyness and affairs of our own lives and rely on people who are physically, tangibly with us. And then at one point, we just find out or realize that there's already a wall in the relationship or the distance is just so wide and far That you can no longer bridge the gap from your end in that light maybe relationships are an accumulation of taking steps back and taking steps forward to bridge that gap hoping that our steps are always in the right direction and i I think this is also one of the reasons why it's such a breath of fresh air when we have those friends who, even after a long time, that you don't see them or talk to them, you can speak to them without any awkwardness or discomfort or even resentment. Those friends are really, really jewels. Another reason I can think of is the buildup of resentment. For example, your friend said something that hurt you. Or discouraged you, invalidated you, made you feel unwelcome or unappreciated and seen unloved. Many of us won't go. We immediately. Like we can't call out the person right at that instance. We need to take a moment or even a long while to process those things. And most often, we choose to keep them to ourselves. Not let the hurt see the light of day for whatever reason we may have. And then the resentments just pile up and it pushes us to move further and further away until we realize the friendship is already gone. Walana, And in some cases, the other person doesn't even have any idea that you're already pulling away slowly. The last one I can think of is irreconcilable differences. And I know it sounds cliche, but I mean, there's truth in the label um there's this c.s lewis quote about friendship that i remember it says friendship is born at the moment when one person says to another what you do i thought i was the only one and i guess people change not i guess i mean it's true people change and maybe the things that brought you Together and the things that drew you closer together no longer stand and then you realize that you clash in so many different ways or you have such different values and there is no point of convergence already and that brings you to move further and further away from each other until again one day you realize that the gap is so far wide that you can't bridge it from either of your end already but i do realize that there are some relationships that already have too high and too strong a wall and a distance so great to bridge and overcome i don't exactly know how to prevent that scenario and mend that um when you reach that particular point but i want to share what i learned especially these past months when interacting with people and building and maintaining relationships have been so difficult i mean the question i was asking myself was how can i avoid losing people and of course this is especially true for those relationships and friendships that are really worth it yung pagdalaban, mo talaga yung super important for and to you so i just want to note again that i am talking about really close relationships here not toxic, abusive relationships that you really need to end and let go of. So lessons on how not to lose people. The first um, thing I learned is to remind myself to be aware and wary and mindful of the narratives and conclusions I make in my mind about people based on how they speak to me or how they act around me at a given moment. I mean, I know behaviors can tell a lot about a person, but not all moments give a clear and full picture of who they are, their motives, and their values. I realize that the season in the life of my loved one or my friend is also very telling about how he or she responds to me, and I need to take that into consideration. I'm very careful about limiting labels I attach to the names of people. Because I realized that sometimes we tend to forcefully use these labels to explain certain behaviors or certain responses rather than trying to understand where the person is coming from. I mean, for example, if I convince myself that you don't care for me based on several responses uh, that showed me that you don't care for me, I may interpret all your following responses in such a way where I conclude that you don't really care for me. Um, I choose to see responses and behaviors of my friends and loved ones in a temporal, circumstantial, dynamic manner. I also learned to be comfortable residing in the middle. I mean not canceling people not FO not friendship over but also not super close even if we were really close before and this is a leap for me and a huge deal personally because I work in extremes I mean my mind works in extremes I used to think and pressure myself to decide whether or not people are my friends and categorize them based on rigid requirements like eepin ko ano ba like friends ba talaga tayo or hindi? tis my requirements sa kono na okay kung friend kita dapat ganito ganyan, dapat touslega tayo dapat dike na ano and so on and so forth and then slight deviations from that idea or that standard makes me question or doubt the friendship i mean pin ko ano friends ba talaga tayo o hindi but now I'm getting comfortable with the idea that closeness is a continuum and wherever we find ourselves along that continuum at any given point in our lives, we are still friends and we will remain friends. The third one I learned is that there's a moment of choice where you realize and decide if the relationship or the friendship is worth it or not. You know, worthy to work for, worthy to sacrifice for, worthy to fight for. And this may not be explicit and apparent, but I believe that there is such a moment when we decide to give up on people, even if it's just mentally structuring it in our minds, you know, saying, I don't like anymore, give up na ako, bahala siya. You know, on my end, especially these past months, it's been a conscious choice to move forward and say with conviction that this relationship is worth it. This friendship I'm going to fight for. But sometimes, you know, when when there are moments that I debate with myself, I tell myself, but Ash, relationships are a two-way thing. You can't always do the fighting. And and I, I agree with that. I can't always do the fighting. But maybe right now, at this time, I'm called to do it. And maybe at one point, someday, prayerfully, when I need to surrender, the other person will rise up and fight for us too. Maybe we have different levels and strengths of fight within us. And maybe right now, I'm the one called to be in the front lines, full armor, full battle gear, ready to fight and endure. So how not to lose people? The fourth lesson I gained is to be constant you know how people describe their friends or their loved ones as constants i mean it sounds sweet right and deep and big but i experienced what i would term as the curse of the constant and the curse is a mix of the tendency to be taken for granted to be a scapegoat To be a basin, to catch a variety of emotions, especially the negative ones like anger, anxiety, depression. By being a constant, I don't mean necessarily always beside them, but always, definitely, waiting and willing to take them back and mend when they come around. The fourth lesson, and it's actually the last one, is to constantly pray. Um my weapon in everything is prayer and there are certain specific things i pray for when it comes to my friendships and my relationships especially like i said these past months since the lockdown Uh, for one i specifically pray for protection you know when one of my closest dearest friends went home to her province last year i wrote her a letter and said There is no distance too great for two people who have the Lord as their bridge. And I genuinely believe that. When I surrender my friendships and relationships to the Lord and allow them to be blessed and guided, informed and strengthened and sustained by the Lord, I know they will be protected at all costs. One of my prayer points also is to ask the Lord to speak to me and tell me if there's anything that my friend or my loved one needs that he or she isn't verbally or explicitly saying and i pray for the discernment and the wisdom to know Uh, i also pray for the courage and the boldness to be an instrument for that need for the fulfillment of that certain need or desire and last prayer point is, of course, I pray about so many different things. But I mean, in relation to losing people, uh, my last uh, prayer point is, I pray for refueling. Um, there are days naman kasi that I get tired. Uh, it's hard to allow and give space in your life and heart for others that is theirs alone. The space they don't need to fight for. Yung space na walang kaagaw, kahit sarili mo. The space you offer someone and they can take it and reside in it without hesitation or caution or guilt or debt. The kind you give not out of crumbs or mere remnants. Yung di lang tira-tira, yung buo, yung completo. Being a supporter and an encourager and a friend in the very real sense of the word takes genuineness and of course that is something you cannot fake i mean for example somebody asks what's going on how are you it will show through your response if you really create space for others and sometimes that makes them hesitant to share and sometimes we think "Ah, nagtanong naman ako i asked naman she naman yung ayaw magsabi But merely asking is but a part of it, a very small part of it. Of course, I'm not saying that if you don't respond well, you're being a fake, It's not that. I reckon that it is a continuum, like I said again and again, it's a continuum, and wherever you find yourself in such a continuum is influenced by so many factors and happenings in your life that others may not be aware of, which makes things all the more complicated and complex, That's why relationships aren't exactly easy because they involve two people. People with different values, experiences, and pains, and so on. I mean, I know we want to and ought to be there for someone, but sometimes we aren't able to keep up with and fulfill that desire. Being an enduring encourager and supporter and friend takes effort And the kind of selflessness that takes character and maybe time to build in pointing out all these i'm not at all saying that you shouldn't prioritize yourself or care for yourself or be compassionate to yourself um i'm all for that which brings me to my next point You know, being selfless and a genuine, steady, solid, enduring friend, encourager, supporter, space provider, every single moment of every single day of your entire life is something I don't think we can do out of sheer will and effort. For it to be lasting, it can only come from a knowing with full confidence that you too are seen, and are loved. It is the peace that calms your soul that in the relationship or the friendship, you don't have to ask and beg with statements like, Ako naman? Paano naman ako? Because you know that you are dearly held and sustained by none other than the creator of the universe himself, the protector and provider of the relationship. First John 4.19 says, We love because He first loved us. Therefore, you aren't coming from a place of unknowing or ignorance. You are not coming from a place of drought, of insufficiency or neglect or rejection. You love with a heart that knows how it is to be lavished with the greatest love there can ever be. A kind of love that sacrifices, that hurts for you, that endures that cut through the expanse of time and circumstance only to be near you, to hold you, to let you know that you are not and will never be alone. You operate based on the conviction of knowing full well that God is the strength of your heart and your portion forever. We walk by faith and not by sight. We walk by faith and not by the dictates of what we feel, which may be real, but not necessarily true. We walk by the faith that we have a place, a space that is ours alone, a space we don't need to compete for, to fight for, a space that is ours alone for the taking. When your love for others is sourced from a place that will never run out, your love will not run out too. Like water love seeks its own level it cannot be caged it cannot be imprisoned it cannot and will not back down proverbs seventeen seventeen says a friend loves at all times so at least for me i will love you even when it isn't convenient for me i will love you even when it hurts and even when it's hard because with the love of Jesus overflowing in my heart, I am inexhaustible. I long to be, I pray to be, by the grace of God, now and always, inexhaustible. So there, um, I know that friendships and relationships are complex and complicated, like I said, and I cannot really encompass the entirety of its complexity and um, the dynamics in what like 25 or 30 minutes uh, but if anything my hope and my prayer is that this episode has allowed you to allot headspace and heart space to really reflect on the friendships and the relationships that you have the r- friendships and relationships that you lost and I hope and I pray for solid, steady, enduring friendships and relationships for all of you, for all of us. So there, I hope you enjoyed this um second episode. Do um follow the Instagram page, it's at Rapid Firing with Ashley. Um send me comments, send me messages, feedback. I like I said, I always say I love listening and hearing from you i also love learning from other people so if you have any insights or anything you want to add or anything you don't agree with you know you just message me and let's learn together and there um i'll you'll hear more from me definitely if you have any topic suggestions also do um tell me so thank you thank you everyone again for Listening and being here um till the next episode. So again, this is Rapid Firing with Ashley going wherever our neurons take us. <music>